Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. yummy do we look today i know for anyone that isn't watching us watch us <laughs> as i fondle my boobs <laughs> i feel like this um this app is going to get the most views on YouTube. probably it's like hey guys and oh, get yes. shitty comments but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right hey bitches hello bitch tits we're back for another episode episode Woo. number six how crazy. I was actually thinking today, I was like, how the fuck are we up to six? I know. I was going to say level six. Level six. Level up. <laughs> level up the pussy every single time. <laughs> level six. Basically. Coming at you. I can't wait to wear it at level 100. Soon. <laughs> we'll be yeah. just so, like, oh, time's going so quick. Anyway. Hello, darlings. Welcome back. Yes, all of that thing. So, we have loads to discuss today, and I'm sure you guys are all going to be here for it. So, I feel like... Let's we're gonna be throwing some fucking bombs. <laughs> fucking bombs. So, um, where do we start with said bombs? <laughs> like, which one? Shall we start with you? Okay, let's start with this big bomb. Yeah. I don't even know how to really address this topic because I don't know. I might be prematurely sharing it, but I think it's important because of the topic of boundaries and my mm-hmm. boundary course coming out mm-hmm. soon that I like share in full Speaking transparency. Why I keep going. Like, I feel like I keep going, oh my God, I'm like in the full embodiment of boundaries right now, but I don't have any facts. Examples. Or I'm like, oh my God, my whole life is rebirthing. Everything's changing. And it really actually annoys me when people are like, my life, like, where they like say stuff like this, or everything's been crazy. And you're like, like, well, what what is it? (laughs) Tell me more. So the bomb is, (laughs) why does this feel so weird to say on a podcast? Me and Stevie broke up. Mm. <laughs> but but it's weird that i'm laughing because it's it, been a really it's been a beautiful thing yeah yeah i think that that's what... it's also been a few weeks so i've been mm. processing this for maybe a couple of months now so i've been through the process of like grieving letting go oh, it's been crazy like we we think that the grieving process goes in one no line but you actually grieve and then you kind of have hope that you're going to get back together and then you grieve and then everything's beautiful again and then you feel like you've lost that person and then you fall more in love and then yeah it's like a going back and forth yeah yeah so we've we've definitely decided that we are splitting up that's why i'm looking for a place on my own which hopefully i head back today um but we're getting along really well so we're still living together we're still getting along we still love each other He's been helping me look for a place. I've been helping him look for a place. He's helping me move. It's very confusing. Mm. I think it's just confusing because we get told as a society, breakups are meant to look one way. Where you're like fighting and like burning all of his shit. (laughs) And we're just like, it's It's like we never broke up because it's Mm. what our relationship's always been like. Mm. Yeah. So then it's, if you want to speak into (laughs) the boundary around like, not necessarily like why, but it's like, what was the boundary behind this breakup? Yeah. So I would like, I like when we talk about it, obviously I'm like, and he said this and he did this. 
It's not like I don't want to make it like no, sound bitchy. At all. And really like he didn't actually do I mean, he probably said something that was quite horrible to me, but it didn't come from a place of, of hate. Yeah, no. He how do I wrap this up? It's a case of him projecting his shit onto me. Yes. So he has stuff that he hasn't worked through and he was projecting that onto mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and it was beginning to feel like he was pulling me down yeah. because of it. And that it was also an expectation. That projection became an expectation. Expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Because of his own shit that he has to work on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when I first kind of set that boundary and I almost gave him an ultimatum of like, you have to go work on yourself or we're not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And he didn't take that opportunity. So when I fir- when we first split, I mean, like I was comparing it to my first relationship. With that relationship, it felt like my world had ended. I had nothing. Like I was so lost and confused and upset, and it was all really negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time round, although I did experience all of that and I was obviously really heartbroken, it felt empowering in a way because it was me putting my foot down and going, actually, no, I deserve mm. more than this. Mm. And stepping out in a way where I was like, this is painful. This sucks so mm. much. But there was almost like a light at the end of the tunnel. Like I'm saying to the universe, I deserve more than this. Mm. So I knew that in, in setting that boundary, I was creating space for that relationship that I do want. Mm. And it's funny because now, <coughs> now like months after the breakup, even though there's no attachment to this whatsoever and I'm kind of leaving things open, now it's kind of gone to the point where it's like, oh, me and Stevie could potentially get back together in the future. Mm. So me stepping out of the relationship and making space Space. for this new, like my dream relationship, Mm. it could actually be be with him. him. Yeah. But we needed that break for him to work on his shit. And I think that's really important that you even acknowledge that, that, you can say this right now because yeah. so many times people think that you have to leave a relationship and you just have to leave it, yeah. right? There is such a way that we have to quote unquote break up, but it's bullshit. And like, I I actually always thought this, I'd be like, why would you break up with someone and then get back, back with them? To, yeah. They obviously, I mean, this has been you a break up for a reason. for me because I would always be like, but you broke up for a reason. Yeah. Why would you go back there? Mm-hmm. And coming back to boundaries, like for me, it was so empowering to be like, actually, no, this isn't serving me. Mm. I deserve more. I'm going to walk away. But it also kind of gave me clarity that if I wasn't to set a boundary, eventually I probably would have, I mean, I could have lived happily. That's the thing. I could have taken the easy path and stayed somewhere where I was comfortable because our relationship is actually pretty good. Mm. But where am I going with this? So I had, I had to focus on what I did want, which yeah. took pain to get to like yeah. the ultimate destination yeah. that I do want for our relationship. Mm-hmm. And if I just like kind of carried on, didn't say anything, didn't set my boundary, there wouldn't have been any, like I wouldn't have influenced him or inspired him to change as well. Mm. So because I've actually like left and given him space, he's now decided that he's going to reach out and work on himself. Which is So me setting amazing. my boundary empowers me. But it also has empowered yes. him as well to be like, oh, fuck, like, 
yeah, like I need to work on this shit. Totally. Which is fine. Like we all have our problems. I just think he keeps telling his friends that he has <laughs> mental problems. I'm like, oh, babe, you don't have to say that. You're just working through some conditioning. Like we yeah. all have, like That's... mental problems sounds a little bit worse. Than <laughs> like it's really not that big a deal. Bless him. But I think it's just really important because everything that we've spoken to as well before this even, like this episode about like when it comes to boundaries, it's about the short-term pain for the long-term pleasure yeah right yeah and that is the epitome of it yeah and i think and i kept saying this on my instagram like you can't just stay in the comfortable like yeah you can't you can't live your life avoiding pain if you want to chase pleasure totally i could have avoided all of this pain like the last couple of months have been fucking crazy like with the relaunch quitting stripping (laughs) all of the things becoming an author releasing a podcast now having to move house going through a breakup it's a lot. It would have been so much easier for me to just stay. Mm. But by avoiding pleasure, sorry, avoiding pain, pain I was never going to totally claim the pleasure that's totally. waiting for me. And I think it's really important, like in, ba- um, in boundaries, but in boundaries, but relationships in general, right? We don't all sit and stay in this one level. It is a constant tower. It's a constant death for a rebirth. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were saying about that, like, um, that sand thing. Yeah. The sand timer. Because when we want our relationship to go to that next level, we have to affirm and assert the boundaries that bring us pleasure so that we can rise up to it, but also so the person that we're with can rise up to it and we can rise up to their boundary too. Yeah. Right? And it takes time. It takes time. You can't set a boundary with someone and then... Bye, bitch. Oftentimes setting the boundary with someone is is so much more than just being like, Hey, I want you to do this. It's mm. like, they actually have to go mm. and do work on themselves to unravel all their yeah. conditioning yeah. with the projection and whatever they're bringing up into the relationship. So it does take time for them to catch up completely. Yeah. And like, even like being the mirror of you in my own relationship, oh my God. <laughs> like, our relationships are mirrors constantly. It's constantly. Insane. Like I remember when Asi and I first started like hanging out, like out, we would talk about things and like, Oh my God, I'm, do, I'm going through the exact same thing. Like you're both trying to buy a house at the same yes, time. Yes, like yeah. everything. But it, with the boundaries, like um, there was a period where I was grieving my relationship because I thought it was crumbling and mm. that I was like breaking up. But it had to go through that in order for it to rise up again. Like yeah, we have to really acknowledge that that sometimes yeah. they're not going to be that straight away. But we're not that for them as well. And your relationships are not just going to flow. It's oh, funny because the first episode we're like, you can have everything, business, money, relationship, and then it's like it. straight after that. But yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I lie. <laughs> I say back everything (laughs) that is not true. It's just like, you get to have it all, but bitch, it is not easy. And that's Mm. what we've kept saying that it's like, you have to work towards things. Things get to be flowy and things get to be yummy, but there are moments of challenge. And that is just really important to remember. Yeah. Always. And it's because even saying that, like you can't have everything. I still don't feel like my relationship has turned to shit. No. Like it still feels really beautiful and expansive and expansive yeah yeah and that is the beauty of you doing the work like but it, also yeah. affirming boundaries within it but it's like breakups don't have to be toxic they don't yeah. have to be anger they don't have to be all of that stuff yeah. you actually experiencing the most beautiful breakup whatever it ends up looking like yeah. a moment of in between yeah because of it yeah like mm. it's like it's so yummy like we always say like you need to love yourself before you can love someone else Mm -hmm. but I feel like once we get into a relationship (coughs) 
keep losing my voice today. My throat chakra. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shush, bitch. <laughs> Speak into it. I feel like once we get into a relationship, it's all about loving the other person. And mm. we actually sometimes forget to love ourselves. So yeah. I even said to Stevie, before we decided to actually break up, well, actually, no, I didn't say this to him, but it's what I was thinking. I actually pictured in my head us living in separate places for maybe six months mm. and like still communicating, but not like being together, together, together. Yeah. just to like have space mm-hmm. and then come back together. Yeah. I'm like, why don't more couples do that? Especially after being together for like five years. Like, I feel like it would bring so much to your relationship to like go off, like find yourself again, mm. have your own space and then come back together and start fresh. Well, I guess, again, it just comes back to the conditioning of what we believe relationships need to be. Yeah. It's like, if you're not with someone, totally. then you're not with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then that actually brings in so much judgment because everyone's just like, oh, my God, you're doing that? It's like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm being progressive yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in my life, in my relationship. Yeah. But it's all because of the conditioning around how it needs to be. Yeah. That we don't even... The conditioning and yeah. family. Like, I, didn't yeah. even, I didn't even tell my parents yet. I told my sister probably bad over to my parents. I'm not that close to them. Um, Stevie told his mum and she was really annoyed at him. So it's like, mm. I mean, if you're going through a breakup, people around you should love you. Yeah. My parents, I mean, they kind of accept all of my decisions and choices, <laughs> but I can imagine like some people's parents being like, mm. oh, I thought you were going to marry this one. Like yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah. I could hear my dad's voice going, but we were waiting for grandchildren. Yeah. It's like they just put on extra pressure. Like extra you're already pressure. going through something. Yeah. And they make it about them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And what they'll miss out on. But what it's they'll like, miss out on. Come back to you because then that's you being empowered in your boundaries, and bitch. And you're like, but I'm happy right now. Like, yeah. Like, that... this feels good to me. Yeah. Actually, there was, I've always had, not always, but there's been moments where it's just like, oh my God, that exact thing. Because my whole family adore Aaron. And yeah. it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, oh, he... Like, yeah, it's like, I think they love him more than they love me sometimes. (laughs) Like, that's how it is. And I remember when we were going through a thing almost a year ago, I was like, I can't break up with him because I will break my family's heart. Right? But it's like, excuse me? Uh, What about Brittany, bitch? (laughs) What about me? Why why did I put my family first? But again, that's just the conditioning around relationship, around the unit of what a relationship brings to families. Mm. But at the end of the day, you have to look out for number one and then create from that space. And it's not selfish. Yeah. Right? And like we said before, if you're not setting boundaries and you're like making yourself more palatable and doing all the people pleasing you're actually not allowing the people around you to step up totally people are not going to step up unless you go hey you overstepped my boundary like mm-hmm. what you said here or what you did here wasn't okay or even stuff like with the family thing yeah getting them to open their minds up to what relationships and love can look like yeah 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 so like giving them permission to broaden their completely definitions. and there was something that you said earlier actually it's like boundaries inspire change from others mm-hmm. right Whatever the fuck it was, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah. But that is so true. By affirming our boundaries in business, in relationship, in personal life, in our health, it inspires others to be able to make change in their lives. Oh, yeah. Like, that yeah, is yeah. fucking everything. Yeah. Inspiring others to step Yeah. Up. Let's talk about what I was saying before. So, this has actually happened a couple of times. Where I've... <laughs> Let's talk about how amazing her tits look. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. You need to be in that video clip. Oh my There's god, Cardi! In the house. <laughs> oh my! I'm honestly obsessed 
with wet ass pussy. Like <laughs> mine, but also the, the song. The universal. Oh my God. The universal. Oh, the so good. So good. Anyway. Yes. Let's talk about. What? Yeah. So I've had a couple of people now when I talk about things like oh, yes. from a place where I kind of get angry a little bit angry where I'm like passionate 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 passionate. I call it divine rage now because I heard that somewhere and I really like that (gasps) I like that but where like I mean the topic from last week where women are pulling each other down and tearing each other down criticizing each other where I get really like annoyed because I'm like this isn't okay we shouldn't be treating each other like this we're actually like hurting each other we're not allowing Mm. each other to thrive while Mm. we're holding up this patriarchal shit (laughs) But a few people, I mean, that this was one example. I can't remember what I was talking about the last time. But a couple of times people have reached out to me and said, hey, babe, I can see that this is like bringing something up in you. I know that you're quite like open-minded and like down to take on other people's advice or insight. But maybe you should take a step back and acknowledge what this is bringing, what, what this is triggering in you and whether it's something that you need to work on in yourself. Hmm. So I feel like there's so much confusion around what a trigger is and what a boundary and is. what a boundary is because totally. a trigger is your shit, yeah. your conditioning that you haven't worked on coming up and like being in, vomited. Yeah, like in spitefulness, like in sharpness, inviting others yeah. from a place of hurt and woundedness. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas boundaries are a place of empowerment. Yeah. Right. So what was it? It's just like oh, oh yeah, maybe I do need to sit with the the fact that. I'm not okay with women being disrespected. Like I'll, I'll take that on. I'll take that on. And why, like, <laughs> do I need to connect to the piece of myself that feels like women shouldn't be disrespected yeah. and maybe, like, <laughs> teach it to be okay with that? Like, no, so there's not actually anything wrong with being angry. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to get passionate. Mm-hmm. It's not always a trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And so I explained it to Britt before. So, like, coming back to Black Lives Matter and racism, a trigger, us being triggered would be, like, if a black person came into the room and we were like feeling unsafe unsafe, or we like said something racist or called them nasty words or like Mm -hmm. whatever if we were just being racist bitches that's a trigger yeah that's us not working on our own shit and projecting that shit yeah privileged Um, asses all that kind of stuff yeah but then the man but if this person this black person in the room yeah then was like, how dare you fucking speak to me like that? Like, I deserve to be respected. He's Completely. not being triggered. He's setting a boundary. Completely. Yeah. But it's from his triggers that he's been able to affirm a boundary. Yeah. Right? And from him setting that boundary, we'll be able to be like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. We oh. need to work on our shit. Yeah. And yeah. can we just caveat that as well? <laughs> we are anti-racist. Oh, yeah. We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not sitting here saying we're racist. <laughs> That was just the first example that, was that like, came to yeah, mind. That is like a prominent example. Yeah. Exactly. But we are anti-racist. <laughs> FYI. But we can bring this back to what we've been talking about. So if you see a chick wearing this, what we're wearing right now, or you see someone doing something slutty or like whatever, and you feel like, ew, ew. what a slut. Yeah. Even if you just feel it, you don't even have to say anything for it to be a trigger. Yeah. But if that puts you off, that's a trigger. Totally. If you're the girl wearing sexy stuff or mm-hmm. being a slut or whatever, being, being amazing yourself. boss bitch, and someone says <laughs> yeah. that to you and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Which is that what I experienced this a, week. <laughs> that is you setting a boundary. Totally. Like, you don't get to tell me how to dress. You don't get to tell me how to live my life. You don't get to tell me how to post. You don't have post. to sit with that and go, hold on, what is it within me that... Yeah isn't okay with being, being told, treated like shit totally yeah and that so there's a yeah. clear difference between a, a, a boundary and a, and a trigger i was triggered this week 
obviously if you guys followed my instagram stories so (laughs) we did the most incredible photo shoot for assy's products like i cannot wait for you guys to see it it is (laughs) delicious and i'm very proud of my own journey with my like acceptance of my body where it's just like fuck i actually really want to push the limits now Mm. of what i thought was acceptable and fully be seen in all of myself yeah and so i posted obviously some of the behind the scenes and she looked so sexy she honestly looked like an angel it was so hot yeah (laughs) asti's anal angels that's what i've like (laughs) our name now (laughs) but anyway so i was reposting it and um because you're holding a butt plug i was holding a butt plug or i was touching it or whatever the fuck it was and um, one of my family members literally <laughs> sent me a message saying, oh my God, I hate this. And I actually feel it in my body right now. That shame on me made me delete everything. It's the worst feeling. Especially yeah. when someone does it publicly and yeah. you've got the photo online. You're like, yeah. other people are going to see this. Totally. And you're like, oh my God, is everyone going to hate it? Is completely. everyone going to hate me? Completely. Yeah. I was like, I like completely reverted to the fact that I'm unworthy. I am not beautiful. I am too much. I am all of these things. And it felt sickening, especially for it coming from a place where you'd like to think there's no judgment, but I know there's a lot of judgment. And coming there. from someone that's supposed to love you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, wow. Because my mission on this earth isn't just for me to fucking rise up. It's actually like my sole purpose is to guide others to their own rising. Yeah. Right? And if someone tears you down like yeah. that, they're not just tearing you Me down. down. They're, they're tearing you down your whole... Everything. Your whole purpose. Totally. Everything that you're achieving with other women. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it made me feel like shit. And that was my trigger. But then my boundary is, that is not my shit. My boundary yeah. is like, hang on a second. That is not my story, first of all. I really sat in it for that moment. And I really felt all of it. And I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. No way. And it's like, it makes me actually want to like go out even further and be like, no, see me. Right. Yeah. Actually witness all of this. And then when I did, huh, when I did, <laughs> I then lost another like many followers, but it's like, again, Oh my God. I know. But do you know what? I'm like, just like, it's actually fine because they're not the people that I want to be supporting. Mm. In the like, I want to be guiding oh, yeah. women that want if you're to triggering fucking... someone that much. Yeah, it's like not bye. Really. And that's bye. something that I've realized is some people just aren't going to be willing to look at their shit <gasps> ever, this ever. And it's like, well, we'll just do it for ourselves and everyone else. Like, <laughs> yeah, the people that want to, yeah, come to the party. Fabulous time. Come to the party. It's going to be abundant. It's going to be delicious. Come to the party. Yes. Come and celebrate the pussy church. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what our podcast is being dubbed. Pussy the church. pussy church so yeah I'm, I'm here for it but yeah so boundaries you can be triggered but also your triggers <laughs> then actually become your boundary but it's interesting that like she was triggered yeah and then projected you. but then also it's interesting that you were triggered by it but i feel like you were only triggered by it because it's it came from a personal yeah you that you've been it came from with. a and it also came from a place where it's so close to me. Yeah. If someone else that it's I like, don't it's even know. something that you need to heal because it hurt you that much. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like if someone like says to me, mm. I don't know, if they say something that's not true, like if someone calls me fat, yeah. I wouldn't get upset yeah. I'm like, it's not, not true. Not true, yeah. So, I mean like if someone gets triggered and says mm. something to you, mm. 
I don't know. There's almost like sometimes it could be a trigger if you get really upset about it. Yep. And take it personally. Then yep. maybe it's like, oh, that is where I need to love myself more. Completely. And that's what... Whereas you can still recognize that that is being an asshole. Totally. But it is an invitation for you to love that part of yourself more. But it also comes down like that... We oh, can so like... unlayer. Yeah, I was about to say, we wow. can like unlayer this more because <laughs> it actually comes back to sisterhood wounding for me again. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Because... This person uh, growing up, like, there was some horrible things yeah. thrown at me, which really added to my body dysmorphia and my body, like, eating d- disorders, all of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you feel like you've healed a lot of it and then you kind of get shot with that. Yeah. But if some random message me that, I'll be like, work on your shit, bye. It's all like, the people closest yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone else, I couldn't yeah. give a flying fuck. One of the YouTube trolls. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, YouTube oh trolls. YouTube is insane. It's like people that hate their lives are like, give Fuck me you. YouTube and they <laughs> yeah. just go wild. It's just crazy. like, I'm going to just unload all my shit on you in a few words. But even like the energy of that, like I used to just be like, well, I still believe that if you're doing something amazing in the world, you're always going to trigger people. Mm-hmm. And people that are... <laughs> I don't want to say at your level, but people that are doing what you're doing in the world or mm. above. Yep. Further like along no, in their journey. Further like, along yeah. in their journey. Yeah. Are never going to to send hate. No. Throw shade on you like that. <laughs> like someone that has their own YouTube channel, even if they've just start, done one video, they're never going to go on other people's videos and be like, this is a piece of shit or like yeah, totally. throw judgment because yeah. they know how it feels mm-hmm. and they know how much power and confidence and... All of that. All of that. It mm-hmm. takes to actually record a video and put it out into the world. Yeah. So nobody that's doing more than you is ever going to criticize what you're doing. It's only the people, people that, that are below are, you. Yeah. That are don't rising up. Because they understand how hard you've had to work mm-hmm. to get to that point. Completely. But I used to be okay with that and be like, oh, like, it's like, I still believe it. it's good to trigger people because then you're giving them like invitation to work on their shit. Mm. So all the YouTube comments, I'll just be like, huh, funny. Like so, every so often there'll be one that I'll be like. What the fuck? A little bit hurt by Yeah. Like one that would get really get on my nerves, whereas most of them are just like, eh. But now I'm like, actually, I don't want to just leave those comments there. Mm. I was just, at the beginning, I was like, it's fine. I'll just leave those comments there, whatever. Higher ratings or the algorithm or whatever. But now it's like, I actually don't want the energy of that. No, not available. On our video. No. It's like, we've, we spend so much time and energy recording this and putting our love into it. Yeah. We don't want shitty, co- like. No way. We're only available. To be worshipped. So now I'm like, it's actually okay to just delete that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so the totally. last week I just went through and deleted stuff. Because it's like... Because again, that's not our shit. It's everyone else's. Yeah. Right? As opposed to if you were fully <laughs> triggered by it, it's like, well, then it's like, oh, well. And I mean, if someone was like literally triggered or like, was like, I love what you guys are saying, mm-hmm. but like, this is my beliefs. If they were opening up a discussion and conversation... Oh, yes. Of someone that had opposite opinions of me, then I'd I'm be open to it. I'm here for that. But when I it's mean, just like straight, where it's like... like you look like you're good at sucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like, the dumbest oh, oh, shit. There is so much wrong with this video. Yeah. Oh, please tell us. Oh, like, we're not true artists because we like to make money. That one. That one. That we are not true artists because we like money. What was it, actually? Uh, it was something like I that. It. it was something, something like, like that. And it's like, <clears throat> bitch, you have a lot of healing to do because... Around your money story. Around your money story yeah. because as... Humans, as energetic beings, it is our motherfucking birthright to be abundant. Yeah. 
if, and money is just energy and it, we also exactly. need money to survive totally and like as i don't know I wouldn't even call this art. Is it art? Was she calling us artists for making a podcast? I'll take it, but I just thought it was That's a compliment. She yeah, us sure. I'm an artist, bitch. But if this is our art, we need money to pay the... We had to buy this beautiful microphone, yeah. which we needed money for. My laptop, laptop the, the phone, phone, the ring the lights, light, our lipstick. Our clothes. Our clothes, our lingerie. The house that we're in. Yeah, the electricity that's running everything. Exactly. The food that I had to eat before I sat down. The investments in coaches that have gotten us to yeah. this space. Like, like, we okay. kind of need money, sure. honey. My- <laughs> I love that you just said that. Oh my god. Asking People say the dumbest shit. Someone told me once that I have saggy boobs. <laughs> I'm like, I my boobs are so tiny, like. How could even they if sag? they sagged, they couldn't go anywhere. Lord. Like, I couldn't even be angry. I was like, what? <laughs> Some people just need Jesus or, I don't pussy. know, pussy. Orgasms. They need orgasms. You Conscious need orgasms. Yeah, seriously. But anyway. It's just like, <laughs> I just can't, like, figure out in my head where people, like, are coming from where they just want to go on people's videos and, like, write shit like how do you feel good about yourself doing that it just doesn't make sense to me because i would never in my right mind even before doing the work i would never do that no like there is a difference between like you don't always have to be nice to someone but you can be kind right like kindness goes a very long way kindness and gratitude are the currency that really speak like volumes in the world yeah and if you can't be grateful and you can't showcase kindness then it's like, bitch, mm. good luck with life. We know where it's coming. We're triggering the fuck out of people. Totally. We obviously talk about very sensitive topics. Completely. So that's them being triggered and our boundary is like, don't speak to us like that. <laughs> fuck <late."> off. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Felicia. Yeah. So, yeah, cool boundaries. Oh Someone even like posted, wrote on like four or five different squares on my Instagram where, all, where the book was. Like, oh my God, I cannot speak today. Squares where I was like promoting the book and was like, I would love to buy your book, but I'm not paying $20 for shipping. <laughs> I don't pick the shipping prices, by the way. I actually use like a really cheap shipping company. I don't know where they live. Oh they must God. live somewhere in the middle of nowhere if it was $20. And then I got on YouTube and I'd actually found my YouTube channel and commented the exact same thing on one of my videos where I like didn't even mention the book. They're just like, I would love to buy your book, but I'm not paying $20 shipping. And I was just like, cool. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Like, I'm so glad it's you like have so much dollars energy. shipping. I understand not everybody has $20. Not yeah. everyone has the money. But I spent like six months putting this book together. I invested so much money in this book. Where mm. it's actually like the least time prop- and energy, profitable yeah. business de- business decision that I've made. Mm. Not that I regret that. Because I love the book. And I love that people are reading it and loving it. And that's not the point. But I haven't even made any profit off my book. Yeah. I probably still need to make... Two thousand dollars until I'm like even, and you're telling me that you can't pay twenty dollars shipping. Actually, okay. Do you know what? Let's just talk about like, money stories so right now because that is just a projection. Like, obviously, with that chick saying like artists don't need money or do it for money, and I can't pay twenty dollars for shipping. <sighs> I reckon that to put my book together, not including my own time, was over. It was. It was probably close to six grand. Wow. With the printing, yeah. the photos, the, the design. As well, like yeah. the editing. Yeah. All of yeah. that. People, okay. And then I, people like, you don't need money. Yeah. Do it, do it for the love. Oh. oh <laughs> let me 
open my fridge for you. This is what love fills up. Like, how am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to do anything? So but with with money, I mean, I if you guys are following us, you're obviously wanting to work on your money or you've got a really good money vibe and whatever. Mm. We're going to do some work on this soon. Yeah. Oh, Juicy stuff. Is yes. Fun. Oh my God. We're going to do all of the stuff around money and abundance. But when you start to say, I can't pay for that. You just set your your new fucking standard, your new level. If you say you can't pay $20 shipping. Yeah. It's just like, oh, then what can you afford? It's like you're affirming to yourself that you cannot afford X, Y, Z. So if you ever say, this is one thing that I noticed that came through one, like, God, a few months ago. But if you say, oh, I can't do that because I'm broke mm-hmm. or I don't have the money to go out and do that mm-hmm. or, oh, actually, I need to pay my bills. Do you know what? Instead of saying or affirming that it's like, well, I can't afford that or I can't pay for that. Just be like, just not right now. Yeah. Change up your language because your language are spells around money, mm-hmm. right? So the more that you say, you oh, orgasm. Yeah, fuck yeah. Says if you keep saying I can't orgasm, you're, you're not going to orgasm. orgasm. Yeah. And if you also say like, if you keep saying that I can't orgasm from a certain way, yeah. you are again affirming yeah, that yeah, too. It's not going to happen. Exactly. But with money, you have to say to yourself that, okay, I just can't afford this right now. I will work towards it. Like yeah. actually put energy and action behind it. Put positive energy into your Totally. Your just yeah. be like, I'd love to. How about next month? Yeah. Like because you're still saying that you want to have that and you want to afford it, but you're not saying you can't have it. Because yeah. as soon as you say you cannot have it, that is more evidence to your brain that that's exactly the story that plays out in your life. You're creating your identity. Yeah. And then your reality is always a reflection of your Completely. identity. Completely. So your identity is poor. Yeah. You're not going to have an abundance. Totally. Life. So it's like if you constantly go to the shops and always looking for the sale options, looking to buy things on clearance, like that's really fun. Sure. But if that is the only thing that you're available for and that is the only thing that you can spend your money on, then you're actually reaffirming that you can't afford full price. And it's, anything. it's actually never about how much money they have either. It's always about the story. Yeah. Which I realized like, um, what was the first thing? When I, my first few rounds of the pleasure portal, I welcomed people in for half price mm. who felt like they needed the extra support. Because mm. I do want to support in yeah. that way and give yeah. back. Yeah. But I realized it doesn't work this way because they'll say, oh yeah, I need the extra support, 50% off, amazing. Feel like I'm doing something amazing to help mm. and then they still won't have enough money after they've signed a contract to pay half price because it is just a fucking story because you've told yourself i don't have enough i don't yeah. have enough so it doesn't matter how much the price is you still won't have enough yeah the same with my retreat mm. we already spoke about this but with the tiered mm. pricing and people picking the the least expensive option and mm. then me realizing that they make a fuck ton of money mm. but they just tell themselves that they don't have money reaffirmed evidence that you're quote-unquote broke i am like it's just the story it yeah. is just the story and you can unravel that in little things mm. constantly just language like just language first thing, language be aware of what your story is first of all because awareness is powerful and then from there you can Really catch yourself in the language that you are speaking into and ask yourself if it needs to change. Mm. Because, fuck, like I've talked about this. Like when I first signed up for coaching and like investing, it's like I didn't have that money right then. You got a loan, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I had a credit card. Yeah. I put it on the credit card. 
And because my credit card at the time had like 0% interest, but I had to pay a fee to do payment plans. But I was like, whatever, I need to make it work because this is actually going to really impact my life. Yeah. But I never told myself I couldn't have it. How can I make it work Like, instead? I can't have this. How am I going to make it happen? Totally. Yeah. Just because I can't pay for it in full doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Just because... <laughs> I can see your mind. Oh, just because <laughs> you can't pay for something in full doesn't mean that you can't have it because it's all about the motherfucking stretch. Yeah. There is no growth when you can comfortably go, yep, cool, there's $6,000. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Like, you have to stretch That's what yourself. I said with business coaching. It's like, if you want... If you want to expand your business and make more money in your business and feel worthy of, of making more money mm. and upping your prices, then you should work with a coach who's already at that level. Totally. So when people want a business coach to speak to me about business coaching, then I say my price and they're like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> it's like if you go and get a coach that's charging next to nothing, whose footsteps are you following in? Totally. Is that... Like, yeah, yeah, you... Okay. And then I said at the end of that post, like if you're choosing a coach who's who's... Uh, investment or their rates make you comfortable that's you're totally. paying what you feel comfortable with and therefore you're staying in your comfort zone totally like nothing's going to expand from there totally like I always say invest in the people that you would like to be mm. right not that you want to be me not that you want to be asking I mean <laughs> bitch we are goddesses but the thing is, you want what we stand for and you want what it is that we represent and create in our world, right? You have to be able to pay into that so that it is available to you. Otherwise, there's always going to be a mismatched energy. Like right now, my business coach, she's the most incredible psychic. And not only do I want to create programs similar to what she does in the sense of the capacity and whatnot, but I also want to strengthen my gifts. Mm. I also want to have X, Y, Z. It'd be like, Asti, I'm going to sign up with you because I want to do my psychic abilities. <laughs> that doesn't work. And it's just like, if uh, if you came to me, it's like, I want to like really, I don't know. I don't know, like sexuality. Who fucking knows? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not really the person for you. Yeah. And you have to really invest in where it is that you see for your life. Yeah. And it needs to stretch you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All I can't that. even add to that. I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. Yassing all over the place. Yes. I hope that you guys are yassing oh, as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm getting my lips tattooed today. Yeah. <laughs> so, Britt's lips turned me on so much that I'm going to go copy her. <laughs> Look, I'm a trendsetter. What can I say? We are just like the same person. Yeah. Like little shadows of each other. <laughs> Well, you did your lips. I need mine done too. Say, so, oh, you you leg pressed 180 kilos. I need to do that now too. <laughs> Actually, guys, we are getting so strong at the gym. It's crazy. We were leg pressing 170, Next 175, and, and then we're going up to 190 or something like that. That is terrifying. It is so crazy. I'm so. But we joke. Shout out to Liv if she's listening. But she has the best booty on earth. And I was joking the other day that every time I do a leg press, my booty gains go to her. Because <laughs> my ass, like, it's growing a little bit. Oh, so I'm like, how the fuck do I lift that much? Like, where are my gains? They'll be here for summer. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. But actually, <laughs> can I just say something? So when we, um, <coughs> soz, <coughs> I got something in my throat now. When um we first started exercising with our trainer, Jazz, <laughs> I was having to lie down between every set. 
Like, I was dying. Like, I thought People I was going to die. People were coming over to check on you. Yeah, because they thought I fell the, off the Some of the positions she was laying in was, like, next to equipment, but with, like, her legs out. So it looked, it looked like, like she was halfway through and fell off and fainted or something. <laughs> You're so fit. So fit. But this is the thing, guys. You can take that example into any investment in coaching, yeah. self-development. Yeah. It will fucking floor you. It will be so difficult and then it gets easier the further along you get. And it's like when it gets to that part where you're like, oh my God, look at this. Like I was so proud of myself because I put in that work. Yeah. And And as you get stronger, you're like motivated because you can see the change. Yeah, completely. And keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever like in Goddess Guidance, like any program that I've done, I always tell them, the first two months are probably the shittest. Yeah. Because that is when it really stretches you and really gets you aware as to what your fucking story is, yeah. the language that you're using. Yeah. Then in the month three, and usually at the end of that third month, that is when all of a sudden shit just opens up completely. Yeah. yeah. You cannot expect for instant gratification. Yeah, that's what a lot of people expect, right? Yeah. To sign up to one thing. They almost want you to do the work for them. Oh my God, I know. Like, I'll sign up to this 12-week thing, and at the end of it, I'll be, like, having lots of sex and lots of orgasms, and my relationship will be amazing. But what it's really about is giving you the tools to then take all of that. To yeah, and be accountable to yeah. yourself. Like... And, like, your life isn't going to be... I mean, it's going to be more amazing, but shitty things are still going to happen. Totally, but you get to deal with them better. Yeah. Yeah. Like the breakup. Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's like if I didn't have all of this work that I've done on myself, I would be a fucking mess. But I can maneuver really difficult com- conversations. Yeah, yeah. Situations. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> all the things. Everything. All of the above. A lot more easily now because I can come back to some of the tools that yeah, I have. Yeah, completely. And it's like you can't sign up for something. You can't just sign up to the gym and tell yourself, I'm going to get fit. Without going. Without going. <laughs> and it's so similar oh. to signing up to a program just because you sign into a program, yeah, cool that you're in that new energy, but that still you means have you have to, to do up. the work and show the fuck up. Like, yeah. especially step into your light worker. I had a fucking moment where I'm like, oh my God, what if people don't get the transformation? And I was like, fuck that. The only reason why people won't get the transformation is if they do not do the work. If they don't do the practices. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have it's to be accountable you. to yourself yeah. completely. Yeah. I've put my blood, sweat and tears into this. I put so much anxiety, like anxiety and push it to it, the side back. Not today, <laughs> bitch. You put your anxiety into No, no, no. Like I pushed away. <laughs> I pushed it away. I was so anxious doing this whole thing because it's a big step. Yeah. But it's like, I know that this shit works because first of all, I do it within my own life and yeah. it's changed my life. Yeah. But I've shown up in that and I've done the processes and I've activated myself and I've healed. Yeah. I've done all of the You're things. You're like living proof that it worked. Totally. Yeah. Like, we like are both. Like what I said the other day, the product sells itself. Amen. <laughs> we are both living proof of what it is that we stand for because honestly, like in spirituality and psychic abilities, I only stepped in October last year. Yeah. In Byron Bay. Remember? I was just like, I decided to do the... Remember how I was doing all those card readings? Yeah, but you were like always psychic. Yeah, but not to that capacity, right? Okay. I only fully... No. <laughs> to me, you're like way... You're like on another planet, so... <laughs> no, like it was only October last year where I was like, fuck, this is it. Like I'm going to do this. Completely. Yeah. And then since then, my like monthly income tripled. Wow. Right? And that's because I showed up and did the fucking work. Yeah. I didn't just sit back and wait for it to happen. Yeah. Magic happens when you take responsibility for your life. Yeah. 
and activate yourself. And also yourself. boundaries made you, makes you more money. Like something oh, happened a yes. couple weeks ago with me where this girl that I'm friends with, someone had like reached out to her and asked if me and her will come and do a workshop together. Mm. And she was straight away like, yeah, we'll be there, we'll come do it. And like, just like jumped in. And I was like, actually, no, like I don't just go and like speak at things for free anymore. I no. mean, when I first started, I did sure. like try and get my name yeah, yeah, out yeah, there yeah. and make connections. Yeah. And now I actually know, like I've done enough speaking gigs now where I know what it entails what it and entails like, and what you're going to get back from it yeah not that many people are going to buy products or sign up to yeah. things that's my experience anyway because it's not an opportunity to sell usually if you're speaking at someone else's thing yeah so i was like um yeah i'd be happy to come and do it my fee for the day is 500 dollars. and she ended up saying no like we don't we don't we don't need you no that's out of our budget we're going to find someone else or mm. whatever and I was left like, okay, amazing. Like, no it worries. wasn't like, oh, me feeling like I was missing out. It was mm-hmm. like, well, my time is worth more. Yeah, totally. And, and I spent years studying and working on this stuff. I could hold a one-hour um, masterclass online and make more money than that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I had this thing where... And it was weird because she was like a sexuality... She was in the world of, like, sexuality coaching. Like, yeah, there was no difference. That makes no sense thing. to me. And hold your mm. container. Yeah. Well, I had, I had There's that. so many boundaries with money where I'm like, actually, no, I don't need the money. But and oh, then even that... the other day with the strip club one. I don't yes. think I shared it on no. So, you know, when we, when I, when we promised, when we all committed together as she was done stripping <laughs> and I kind of left a little like opening for myself in case where I said I would do private gigs outside of the club because I feel okay with that. There's no like hustle, which is the icky part for me. Mm. But two of my friends, they went out for dinner before they were going to work. And I was like, oh my God, this feels amazing. I'm having this beautiful dinner, a glass of champagne, like knowing that I get to do this and then go home to bed and <laughs> I have to go dance for people. <laughs> but then they decided that they weren't going to go into the club. They were going to go do a private. And then they asked me if I wanted to go and said that I could just come for a couple of hours, probably not even dance or take my clothes off, which... That doesn't bother me anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mine being naked, but just sitting there having a conversation with the guy for a thousand dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll come." And then I sat with it for a little while, and I was like, "Actually, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel expensive." And I was like, "Actually, no, I'm not going to come. I'm just going to go home." And I was like, "Oh, that feels so good. I love." That. And being able to set boundaries around making a thousand dollars in two hours, yeah. I was like, "That's huge growth. <laughs> yeah, that's like huge trust. Yeah, and." But putting, like, okay. money, like, putting my own energy way above, above money. money. Yeah. yeah. And, like, my mental health and other things that could come into it. Where that was, like, way up here and money was, like, yeah. I don't actually need that right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Well, I had that experience where um, a product company went, reached out and wanted to send me a vibrator and wanted to know what my, like, fee was. Oh, yeah. Right? right. And so I said what my fee was because... I'm not, I don't want to just be like, yeah, I'll do this and I'll do that. Like, it's like, if you want me to represent your brand. Cause it does look weird when people start yeah, just showing, showing shit things. every day. Like, like, that's not what do I do. All this stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's like, mm, I'm very selective around what it is that I will choose to bring on. But anyway, they said, oh, your fee is too much. Can you do this much? And I said, I'll have to lovingly decline because first of all, it's my boundary, but yeah. it's like my time and effort is not worth what yeah. you actually gave me. Yeah. And so it's like, that was my boundary. And then that opens like, the door. I'll just go out and buy it myself if I want it. 
Yeah, yeah completely. It's just like that then opens the door for what is available to yeah. me in the higher realms as yeah. well. Yeah. So, and I think the principle here is that they're going to make money off that. Completely. Like if you share something and heaps of your followers buy it, they're yeah. going to make a, a fuck ton of money and you're not uh, going to make anything. I was just like, yeah. you so do like realize it was quite funny actually because they said, oh, but you've only got like 6,000 followers. Well, just under 6,000 followers. I was like, oh, well, that's great because within my 6,000 followers, it's a community. Yeah. It's not followers. It is a community. And I fucking go to bat for them and they love what I do. Yeah. But okay, sorry that I don't have... did they say you only Yeah, I was like, sorry I don't have 20,000 followers, which probably wouldn't be engaged. leech out to other Instagrams and be like, can you share my shit for free? Yeah. I was just like, "Um, well, I've created a pretty fucking epic business from... This community, yeah. So, scratch. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but okay, that's fine. So but rubbish. yeah, that's why we just have to affirm those boundaries because that short term no leads to fucking better things, and I know it. Yes, I say know. no to say yes to what you do want, but have cl- I feel like it's important you have to have clarity on what you do want and yeah. step into your worth so that you know it's possible, and then it makes saying no easier. so much easier. And all of this is in my boundaries course, which is going to start on the twenty fourth of August. I actually so you want, want to, to do your boundaries. I know. I'm like, now you guys need to do it. Because I'm like, uh, right in the middle of... Everything. Embodying... Yeah. All of that power. of boundaries. I think it's important. And especially yeah. if you think that your boundaries are good, it is nice to actually sit with your shit. Mm. That's why I want to do the course. I was like, I need to reaffirm. Like, it's actually really nice being held in a container. Yeah. Because you can do it by yourself, sure. You can, like, read a few things. But when you're actually... In and held in a container, mm. it takes on a whole new energy. Don't yeah. you reckon? Yeah, totally. Because I'm so yeah. excited. And there's like worksheets to go through. Oh my We're God. going through all the nitty gritty of like everything. Like, so we are not setting boundaries, but why? Mm. Like, what is the part in, um, inside of you that's afraid of saying no? What mm. are you afraid that you're going to lose in setting that boundary? What is it that you do want on the other side of the boundary? Yeah. Working on like embodiment of that version of yourself <sighs> and clarity worthiness so like with me and like my relationship i'm so in like i know that i deserve more so the saying no is like allowing for that more to come to fruition it's a little easier Mm. there's no fear because in me like with this particular boundary like letting go of stevie even sitting in the middle of that the unknown Mm. isn't like scary because i'm like i've said no for a reason because i know where that's leading me totally it's not like i'm saying no to him and then like sitting and like nothing yeah yeah, yeah. you it's have like to saying be... no to a job without realizing or no to money without an idea of why you're saying no totally because otherwise you'll say no and then like sit in the fear and the discomfort the unknown and then go back on mm-hmm. your boundary well our boundaries are literally a direct representation of what our self-worth is mm. yes so the and more anchored yeah the more anchored yeah. you are in who you are what you represent and your worth for yourself the more you'll be able to affirm your boundaries yeah. and know what the fuck they are. And then the more people respect you in return. Totally. Yeah. Wham, bam, Because someone that man. shows up and knows their boundaries, like... Yeah. Sexy. And chooses to be respected over being liked. So powerful. <sighs> oh, that made my, like, funny flutter. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> That's the only time I will use funny, by the way. Fanny flutters. <laughs> oh, the pussy oh, flutters been a good sesh one hour such a good sesh Mm, yummy and my tits still look really good so please go look at them on youtube yeah go watch our youtube and leave us some non-trolly comments yeah celebrate us thanks (laughs) love yous bye
we cute. I know, yeah. That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until, Until next, next week. week.